to the Prophecy Club. Last Monday and Tuesday, I had to speed up my broadcast. Normally, I make one broadcast per day. But I had to make four broadcasts last Monday and Tuesday because I was going to visit my son in Ohio for the weekend. The final one played yesterday, as in 7-7 of 2019, which, by the way, you can listen to at prophecyclub.com and, of course, on YouTube, on our YouTube channel. Anyway... On this broadcast, I said that the next judgment to hit America would be earthquakes. Let me say it again. Uh, I'm not right too often because a lot of times the things that I say that are coming have not occurred yet. In other words, like some of the prophecies of Jeremiah and Isaiah and Revelation have not come to pass yet. But in this case, unfortunately, I can say I was right on. Well, actually, it wasn't me. I'm just quoting the people that are actually hearing from God. So let me say it again. So last Monday and Tuesday, I had to make four broadcasts because I was going out of town. The last one, which aired yesterday on 7-7, specifically said that I thought that the next judgment that would hit America would be earthquakes. Well, today, I'm sure, (laughs) having had the earthquakes just hit. So yes, I am sure now the next judgment that is hitting America is earthquakes. But are we listening? The answer is no. So the next question comes, are suitcase nukes coming next? In other words, can we look for suitcase nukes to hit America in the year 2019? And I'm going to say, I think it's a very good possibility, especially if we don't pray. So the next question comes is, was Terry Bennett telling the truth when he said that the angel Gabriel told him that the fall of America would be in 2021? Speaking of That would be the Russians attacking and defeating America in one day and one hour so great riches would come to naught. Will that happen in 2021? Well, the truth is I don't know. But kind of way it's uh, aiming up here, it looks like it's a high probability. But let's go on. Next question is, what if the newspaper headline that Leslie was given says catastrophe hits America? What if that headline appears this year, as in 2019? What if that headline were to happen in the next week? Well, will it be an earthquake that causes that headline, or could it be 20 suitcase nukes? Well, that's the topic of today's program. So this past Friday, having gone to Ohio to meet with my son and his wife, we were out uh, Friday afternoon having lunch at a restaurant And my other son called from Topeka, where our office is. Hey, Dad, you hear that a 6.4 earthquake just hit Southern California? Really? Well, I thought, you know, (laughs) I don't know, maybe that broadcast is even playing today, as in this past Friday. But it didn't. It played yesterday, as in Monday. This broadcast is going to air on a Tuesday. So the next day, of course, the 6.4 happened on Friday, which, by the way, is July the 4th. The next day, a 7.1 hit, and then on July the 6th, they're now saying earthquakes are continuing to hit about one a minute. Now, what is that really saying? What is the significance of a 6.4 earthquake hitting Southern California just right outside the doors of Los Angeles on July the 4th, which is probably the day that America celebrates being the greatest nation on earth, probably more than any other day. 
Can we say that that's a message from God? Can we say that God is trying to give us a warning in that we get hit with a 6.4 earthquake on our Independence Day? And then is the another one the next day, a 7.1 hitting on the next day, July the 5th, is that confirming that this is the hand of God for those who want to live? And then the earthquakes continuing one a minute on July the 6th. Is that just an accident? Or maybe we should be paying attention. All right, well, let's talk about that. So let's back up. I believe that it's either earthquakes or suitcase nukes or both hitting. I'm talking about the big one, both of them possibly hitting this year. Now, did I say they're going to say they're, they're going to hit in 2019? No, and God hadn't told me they're going to hit in 2019. But I'm just like you. I'm trying to figure out what's coming. And so I would say good possibility. Okay, so let's back up. Now let's talk about the suitcase nukes for just a minute. In November 1998, Stanislav Lunev, and I first aired this August 22nd of 2013, and now this will be airing again, this update, July the 8th of 2019. So anyway, uh, November 1998, Stanislav Lunev, the highest-ranking Russian military officer ever to defect from Russia to America, made a Prophecy Club DVD called Russian Defector Warns America. In this video, he stated that 50, quote, lost-in-Russia suitcase nuclear bombs had been smuggled into the United States. Now, you can watch the video at watchprophecyclub.com instantly or get the DVD at prophecyclub.com. Then, May 5th of 2003, Michael Boldea, grandson of Dimitri Dudeman, had a dream called Season of Sorrow in which he was shown suitcase nukes going off in California, Illinois, Michigan, Arizona, Washington State, Florida, New York. Dimitri said to him in the dream, These are the places where those who were sent here long ago to bring fear and cause chaos have situated themselves. They lie in wait, planning and plotting destruction. They are as coiled serpents, looking forward to the hour when they will be loosed upon this nation. If God's children pray, once more he will delay the season of sorrow that is yet to come. Well, sad to say, we did pray, and it has already been delayed, in my opinion, one time. But I can't talk about that because it's got too much other stuff to talk about. So let's go on to the next one. January 9, 2005, I was shown in a double dream, back-to-back, that the next 9-11 attack, by the way, I made a Prophecy Club DVD on that, October 2007, would be a series of suitcase nuclear explosions all across America. And, this is important, international bankers would be the ones in charge of them, and they would use sophisticated bombs or experts in several cities, with one hitting a regional bank, destroying their records and backups. This would put billions of dollars into their hands while throwing America into an economic freefall. In 2005, former Congressman Kurt Weldon, Vice Chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, uncovered a plot to set explosives, explosives in 10 cities. He couldn't get the authorities to act, so he published it into a book called Countdown to Terror. I have it right behind me. He said the 10 cities that they were planning to set off suitcase nukes were in, and he even had a picture of a suitcase nuke in his book, called Valdez, Alaska, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Boston, New York City, Washington, D.C., Philadelphia, Chicago, Miami, Houston. October 15, 2004, in a dream summarized as Eagle and the Serpents by Michael Boldea, 
he was shown an eagle, meaning America, and the angel told him he was talking about America, would have three attacks. And the third one would be her final destruction. The first attack was 9-11. The second attack, attack would be much worse, and it would come from an unexpected place. February 2013, Doug Metzger made a DVD entitled, Will You Survive America's Fall? And he reported that he was shown in a vision, suitcase nukes hitting Los Angeles, New York City, Las Vegas, Washington, D.C., Chicago, San Francisco, Houston, Seattle, Orlando, Dallas, Atlanta, and Denver. The international bankers can't just detonate anywhere from 20 to suitcase nukes without having a patsy or someone to blame it on. So remember the Hegelian dialectic, which says, first you create a thesis, then an antithesis, which gives you a synthesis. Now, here's the way we'd say that. First, you create a problem, you offer the solution, and the conclusion of the solution moves you toward your goal. Or, the way we would say it, is first you come up with a patsy, then you set off the suitcase nukes that destroys America or leads her a long way down the path, then you can have your new world order, if you understand where we're going here. After all, Iran has openly stated on several occasions that if Tehran is attacked, nuclear, listen carefully, nuclear detonations would take place on U.S. soil. Now, what was missing from that statement? It didn't say anything about missiles. It didn't say anything about things that fly through the air. It simply said nuclear detonations. Does that sound like a suitcase nuke that's already here on our soil? does to me. Let's go on. Now, Iran has recently threatened to close the Strait of Hormuz, of which about a third of the world's oil flows. And, of course, we know about the two tankers that had their explosions. In my opinion, I do not think that was Iran doing that. Uh, I think it was probably the international bankers who actually owned or placed them there is in question. But I think it was the international bankers behind that. But the question is, could the events now taking place in Iran and having to do with Iran actually be an excuse or a patsy for suitcase nukes to hit the United States? In other words, is Iran cooperating with the evil international bankers to take down America? Could it be that this is all going to take place to stop the arrests of what are now up to 100 1,935 sealed indictments, people that are guilty of corruption and sex trafficking in order to bring the new world order and their world government into place. In other words, they know that Trump and his buddies have 100,000 sealed indictments. That These people ready to be arrested. Do you think that all of the attack against Trump which we know most of them are false or just trumped up. Do you think that all of those are attacks trying to take down Trump just because they want to win the next election? No, it's trying to take down Trump because they don't want to be arrested. They don't want their buddies to be arrested, just like we saw this real uh, wealthy guy just get arrested, I guess it was just yesterday or today, for, by the way, sex trafficking. And I had a friend from a, a friend call me and say, hey, have the arrests started? I said, eh, maybe, but probably not yet. However, back to our question. Are international bankers encouraging Iran to incite the U.S. warships to attack Iran, providing the patsy for the international bankers to then detonate anywhere from 20 to 50 suitcase nukes? 
Let me say it again. I think this through is just second. So what if what we see on the news between Iran and Trump is really not what's really going on behind the scenes? What if international bankers are trying to get America to attack Iran so that Iran, and by the way, probably Iran knows about the suitcase nukes. That's, by the way, what they're talking about with secret weapons. So let's go on to that. July 2019 headline, Prepare to Die. Iran says filthy enemies face surprise attack by secret weapons. I pulled this off of HalTurner.com, RadioShow.com, and it says Iran's, quote, filthy enemies in the United States military should gird themselves for attack by deadly, quote, secret weapons. An Iranian military commander warned Wednesday. Parenthesis, now this is Hal Turner's writing this part, pardon us for laughing. In other words, Hal Turner is laughing at the possibility that Iran has a secret weapon that could destroy or to defeat America. You know, I think it was, what was that guy uh, that made that, that book, The Art of War? One of his rules were always assume that your enemy is as smart as you and has as much information as you and has weapons as big and as effective as you. So for us to laugh, thinking that Iran cannot do anything to the great America, that's a very prideful, very arrogant, and a very dangerous position to be thinking. Let's go on with the article. I'm skipping through this article here. I'm just pulling phrases. The commander of the Iranian Army's Air Defense Brigadier General pledged, quote, to hand the enemies the harshest response in any conflict with the Islamic Republic, saying Iran owns secret weapons to be used in, quote, rainy days. Quote, the enemy knows very well that it should not go for testing Iran's combat capability, as its first mistake will be its last. All right, hang on just a second. Either Iran is absolutely crazy. They must have a hole about six inches wide in their head. They must be a sociopath. They must be wildly ignorant to think that they could beat America. Or, or maybe the international bankers have gone behind the scenes and they've told Iran, hey, we have these suitcase nukes already smuggled into America. And at the right time, we may just set them off if you are willing to take the blame. They'll say, take the blame, take the blame. <laughs> we would be delighted. We will tell everybody they were ours. And the international banker says, good, that's exactly what I wanted you to say. Let's go on with the article. The enemy knows very well that it should not go for testing Iran's combat capability as its first mistake will be its last. Now, is that... A crazy man? Or do they really have something? I believe it's not a crazy man. I believe that America is making a really big mistake. Let's go on. General Rashid said, Iran would give, quote, strong and crushing response to its enemies. And another place he said, quote, the Islamic Republic of Iran's armed forces will undoubtedly give a strong response to any aggressive move by enemies against the Islamic Iran's islands and sea, ground, and air borders, and will make them regret their deeds. Crazy man? Or a man that really does have a secret weapon? He cautioned any war between the U.S. and Iran would be really quite expensive. 
and for that reason, U.S. forces will think again. Then uh, General Sheed said, Revealing Iran is ready to inflict, quote, heavy expenses on the aggressors and make rapid and timely decisions in a way likely to scare U.S. troops into surrendering immediately they are confronted. Now, crazy man or a man that knows about some 20 to 50 suitcase nukes already secreted across in the very most damaging, most delicate places in America. Oh, that would never happen. Do you remember like 24 hours after the drone was shot down by Iran? The headline reads, and this is again from HalTurnerRadioShow.com, Iran, if we cannot sell our oil, no one else can. Philadelphia refinery explodes and Texas gas pipeline explodes. So within 24 hours of Iran saying, you're not going to be able to sell your oil if we can't sell ours, all of a sudden we have two strange explosions. Now the interesting part about those explosions is they all said that the night sky lit up with a strange orange glow. Well, you know, I'm not real smart, but I don't think oil explosions necessarily have an orange glow. To me, it sounds like it was a set explosion. Probably they used the same explosives because it was the same organization setting the explosives. In other words, while I don't think Iran set the explosions on the two tankers in the Strait of Hormuz, I do think Iran set these explosives. And are you also familiar with these other strange explosions? I'll read this. Freaking out, dorm explosions have University of Nevada students on edge in Reno. So, a dorm explosion. Next headline. Explosions at shopping center leaves 23 injured. Looks like an apocalypse. So, we have possibly explosions here that may be done by the Iranians. In other words, this may be a shot across the bow. This may be that they are about to set off suitcase nukes all across America. Now let's tie this back to earthquakes. And I read this in yesterday's broadcast. This was given to Dimitri July 1, 1994. And I'm not going to read the whole thing here. I'm just going to get right to the point. I'm running out of time. He said, I dreamed that the earth began to move and shake violently. I yelled to my whole family, wake up because something is happening outside. When I got outside, there was such darkness. You remember I made a broadcast here about a week ago talking about the darkness is eternity entering into time. Such darkness, I could not see anything. Yet, in that great darkness, I could hear the voices of children, men, and women screaming, meaning that this is the hand of God causing this. Now, let's skip down. And the voice said, I will send storms. Have we seen storms? Yes, we have. Heavy rains, yes, flooding all across the central part of the United States, but also we've had hurricanes, and that's part of it, flooding hurricanes. We've seen hurricanes in Hawaii and Florida and Texas and, of course, Costa Rica, and uh, we've seen Florida, all kinds of heavy rains, flooding. All of those have been fulfilled, except, and I just said this last Tuesday, and, of course, it just came to pass Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of last week, and that is earthquakes. I've been saying, folks, you've been hearing me, I've been saying it for probably six, nine months, that the next thing is going to hit is earthquakes. Sure enough, they have started. So look forward to the fact that we are going to see more earthquakes. They will be bigger and heavier and stronger. 
God is trying to get the attention of all the Americans. And, of course, the pastors are sitting there because they don't know Bible prophecy, because they think that there's going to be a pre-trib rapture, and before any trouble, that Jesus is going to return and suck them up into the sky so they don't have to go through any of this trouble. Well, that's wrong, and they are soon to find out just how wrong they are. But that's part of the problem. Let me say it this way. I love you, pastors. I love you. I wish I could work together with you. I wish I could get you to listen. I wish I could get you to wake up. I understand why you're doing it. I understand why you're telling people that there's going to be a pre-trib rapture because you're a pastor. You're a soft heart. You don't want to see people scared. You don't want to see people upset. You don't want to run people off from your congregation. I understand. But look, what are you going to say when, all right, we, the storms hit? Did we see any pastors calling big meetings? We need to have big repentance. The heavy rains, the flooding, the hurricanes, the tornadoes, they've all hit. Have we seen any churches calling for mass repentance? We saw California almost burned off the map. Did we see any churches saying, look, we got to fill sports stadiums. We got to get people repenting. Did we see any past? No. Why not? Because they're expecting a pre-trib rapture. They have misunderstood the scriptures. So consequently, it has to get worse until finally their bubble is popped, and all of a sudden they will finally see that they are in error. But in my opinion, it probably is not going to be an earthquake that's going to do it, sad to say. Sad to say it's not going to be an economic collapse. Again, it's probably not. It probably will take Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, and two of the countries attacking with nuclear weapons. Try to imagine the top 100 cities of America all bombed off the map all in one day. Matter of fact, Revelation says in one hour. Well, then, of course, we're going to have the pastors jump up and say, well, uh, gosh, man, I missed it. I guess there's not a pre-trib rapture. Well, congratulations to all of the pre-trib teachers. Again, I love you. I'm not trying to criticize you, but you have made a very, very big mistake, and you won't listen to me. So consequently, the storms, the heavy rains, the flooding, the hurricanes, and now the earthquakes. But it's not going to stop with them. Okay, so what about the suitcase nukes? When the suitcase nukes hit, will you then call me and say, Stan, please come and teach us about Bible prophecy because we do not understand it like you understand it. Will you please help us to understand why our world is falling apart? And I'll say, yes, I'd be delighted. I'd love to come and speak. I don't care how big your church is. I don't care how small. I don't care how far away. I'm happy to pay my expense. Look, Dimitri did the same thing. I'm going to do the same thing. He didn't ask people how many people showing up. He didn't ask them how far away. He didn't ask them for any money. If they wanted to give him a donation, they had to track him down, catch him out in the parking lot, because when he was done talking, he left, and that's the way I'm going to be too. I'll pay for my own expenses to come and speak. So are you going to wait until the earthquakes hit? Yeah. You're going to wait until the suitcase nukes go off all across America? Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm going to have to wait until Russia attacks and defeats us in one day. Then I'll finally see it's in the scriptures. I'll finally believe. I'll finally wake up. And I'll finally start telling my people, oops, there's not going to be a pre-trib rapture. Duh. Or will you humble yourself and will you finally listen to me? Will you finally read it in the scriptures? My goodness, it's out there all over the scriptures. 
I've done numerous broadcasts on it. There is not going to be anybody get sucked into the air to avoid an earthquake, to avoid the suitcase nukes. The hurricanes hit. Nobody got woke up. The flooding, the rains, the heavy rains still hitting. The storms, tornadoes still hitting. And I've been telling you, earthquakes coming. Anybody calling me? Oh, Stan, please, please come and speak at my church. Please come and tell us. Please explain to us. No, no, we don't. We stand, shut up, and sit down. We don't want to hear from you. We don't like you. We don't like your ministry. Well, one of these days, you're going to discover, and for Southern California, well, as a matter of fact, for a lot of these places, they're devastated. That Right now in the center of the country, they're devastated. But is anybody calling me and saying, Stan, you're right? No, mm-mm, no. Pride still has their heart. They still refuse to humble themselves. And so consequently, the birth pains have to get harder and closer and harder and closer Consequently, America will not repent. Jeremiah 51, verse 9, we would have healed Babylon. In other words, America, right now, God is trying to heal her. We are in the process of Jeremiah 51, verse 9. God is trying to heal her. He sent us a wonderful president that could bring healing. But have you seen any of the churches holding big rallies? Oh, well, we've had storms. We've had floods. We've had flooding and hurricanes and tornadoes. And if we don't repent, we're going to have an earthquake. No. Nope, that wasn't the hand of God. God doesn't act like that. So consequently, they continue to sleep. Have I got any phone calls saying, Stan, you've written a wonderful book here. I believe this book. I want you to come and teach my church. Nope. Not a zip, zero, zilch. No one is called. Sold over 10,000 books. No one is calling. No one wants to hear what God says. So consequently, earthquakes are going to come, and you can count on it. The suitcase nukes are going to come. But the day after the suitcase nukes, the day after the earthquake hits and just devastates America, then will they call? Probably not. Probably, we don't want to hear you. We don't want to hear from the prophets. I'm not a prophet, but I speak for the prophets. So anyway, I want to pray. Lord, if my heart has been hardened, please forgive me. If I have been too harsh and too direct to the people listening, please forgive me. But if I have spoken the truth, and if the people listening still want to hear the truth and can still recognize the truth when they hear them, then, Lord, would you speak to the hearts of the pastors, the church leaders, that they would finally call before our nation is bombed off of the map and finally let me come in and speak my heart in Jesus' name. And that means, yes, if you don't want me to speak against your pre-trib rapture, I won't speak against your pre-trib rapture. I won't say anything about the rapture. I'm not going to stand up and tell them that there's a pre-trib rapture. I'm not going to lie to them, but I don't have to necessarily cover that topic. There's lots of topics to talk on in Bible prophecy. But pastors, church leaders, and you people that are listening, you do go to a church, and you have not taken this to your pastor. You've not taken my book to your pastor. You need to do that. You need to go and talk to your pastor and say, look it, this guy has been right. He just told us earthquakes are going to come, and they hit within a few days. You need to listen. We need to have this into a church. Try to get that pastor to call 
so that we can get it in there. You know, if we could just get enough people praying and repenting, I believe we could delay or maybe soften this judgments that's coming. But it's not going to happen if we don't get some people woke up. If we don't get some churches that are having repentance crusades, it needs to happen. And I'm sitting here saying, I'm willing to, but you got to call me. And I would also recommend you get my book. Essentially, my book will help you to understand the last days like you have never understood them in your life. Pastors, call Prophecy Club, 785-266-1112. 785-266-1112. Call. Say, I'd like to talk to Stan. I'd like to invite him to speak at my church. 785-266-1112. I promise I won't ask how many. I won't ask how far. It won't cost you a dime. You don't even have to take up an offering for me. I will come. All I, I'll do it. I'll just pray, Lord, do I go or do I not go? Just like Dimitri. God sends me, then I'll go. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And please forgive me if I've been too harsh today. I love you. Bye-bye. Help the Prophecy Club to continue and overcome evil with the truth. Help us take your warning to America. Engage in the battle to win lost souls to Christ by supporting this ministry today.